to Kelly's Green Lounge Radio. We are a cannabis-friendly establishment. Kelly's Green Lounge Radio podcast number eight. Welcome. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy that you could join us today. We have two guests and then something funny that happened. Well, (laughs) I went to an island, the Toronto Island, with four, three other people uh, that came and met uh, in the cannabis community just so that we could have an island session an on the realm island session and we giggled and it's silly and I cut out most of it I think I just added five uh, five minutes of it at the end of the podcast just so you could see and well you could hear how silly we were at the time before we get to that, we have two guests for Kelly's Green Lounge Radio podcast number eight. The first one is Craig McEachran, and the second one is Amy Ray, both of them affiliated to the uh, expo that I spoke at uh, not too long ago in Muskoka. It was Cannabis Muskoka Expo. Amy Ray was one of the organizers. She works with Circle of Growth, and Craig actually is a Peterborough resident, and he works with the knowledge share and he's got a whole bunch of stuff to tell you Uh, i've interviewed him with about his new project that he's working on which is uh, an accessible cannabis community outreach that is happening in the peterborough and kortha area and also i wanted to speak with craig because he is a cannabis user and medical cannabis patient i guess is the best way to put it he's uh, suffered with epilepsy suffered from epilepsy his whole life and he uses cannabis to be able to control his seizures and everything that comes along with it. And he speaks so nicely and explains in a really uh, basic understanding way of how cannabis enters into our endocannabinoid system. He talks about the sandwich effect, is something I've never actually heard before. I'll let him explain it much better than I could, um, but it is the explanation of how the cannabinoids enter into our system system. And I I just really like how he puts it. Uh, So we've got that. And then Amy Ray, of course, one of the organizers of the expo, I went and I interviewed her in her home at her home in Muskoka, a lovely, lovely home. And she was able to talk about the work that she does and the expo that she just put on and the future projects that she has coming up. So that is coming up. And then of course, the funny little (laughs) you don't even have to listen into the end but I thought I would put it in there anyway because we did record on the island and it was quite fun okay so it's been a little bit of a time since my last podcast and they're getting uh, more time in between each and that's just because it's a little bit busy here for me with Kelly's Green Lounge as I share with you that we are opening our real doors our brick and mortar real actual store uh, next month in September with a grand opening that's happening on October 17th the actual Kelly's Green Lounge will uh, have three facets it will be a lounge where you can come and you can consume your cannabis and take part in different things and sit down and there's a library and board games and all kinds of things and you can get hot and cold drinks and snacks and yummy food for when you have the munchies 
Um, it is a non-smoking lounge, but of course there's so many other ways that we consume cannabis, isn't there? So you can come there and consume your cannabis. You can also come there and do workshops and learn and you yoga toke and paint and toke and all of those things where we meet as a community. And there will be a marketplace which will be a place where you can come and you could get anything you would need to be able to consume cannabis. There's also going to be hemp stuff and like decorations and it's just a one-stop shop. The wonderful thing about it is that we are the only cannabis community, sorry, the only cannabis company in all of Clarington. So the only thing that here that is here in Clarington are some LPs that the public doesn't have access to uh, in Bowmanville, Ontario. So we are in the municipality of Clarington and Orono is in that municipality and we are the only place unless you go to like a little convenience store and buy some papers and pipes or whatever but we're the only place that you can come to be able to learn about cannabis get what you need to consume cannabis and join in with like-minded uh, cannabis individuals so we say we are a cannabis friendly establishment and we certainly are I want to give a big hello and a warm hug to my friend Connie and she found me on Instagram and she put a really lovely post about me uh, last week or the week before about how much she enjoys these podcasts and that just really means a lot to me so she says she learns from them that's why I put them out there and they're not <laughs> professionally produced the levels all are all over the place but I am going and meeting with these people in the cannabis community just so I can get their first-hand accounts of what it's like to use cannabis for medical reasons or recreational or whatever they're using it for and, and to learn and to be able to share that with you. And Connie's been really supportive of that. And so thank you. This message is for you. And I hope you're enjoying this podcast. First up, We've got Craig, and we met at, I think it was called Beans and Dreams uh, in Peterborough, Ontario, not too long ago, after he had spoken at the Muskoka Cannabis Expo, and here is our interview. We're sitting in a coffee shop here today, and I've asked to meet with Craig so that we could talk about his experience and background with the cannabis industry. And so, Craig, where you work for a couple of places, or you give help to a couple of places, share that with us. Well... Currently, I'm, uh, I'm basically doing uh, workshops and seminars in regards to the cannabis plant, but it goes a little bit more beyond that. We're going to do some fun things as well, um, but essentially we're trying to eliminate stigma and promote education, and that's our top number one mandate for sure. And what's the company called? Uh, we're called Core Knowledge Share Co-op. Uh, we started uh, you know, in our infancy at the start of this year doing workshops at Sadler House at Trent University, and it it kind of blew us away. I We didn't expect the reception to be so warm, for one. For two, um, they enabled us to really feel out where we had to go in order to you know, really develop this into something special and unique for the Kawarthas. And, uh, and three, how positive, how positive the outcome was. So through working with a selection of retailers that are local who were more than happy to help us reach our target audience, we started promoting them as well. And that began a little, you know, small, warm cannabis knowledge community. Yeah. And we thought, we can maybe do it even bigger. Right. But keep it warm 
community-oriented, and focused on education. And this is in Peterborough? Yes, it is. But yeah. you service, because you're called Court, that you service the, the whole Court area. Oh, yeah. We have people from anywhere from Bob Cajun to Lindsay, you know, all points in between, even Havelock, and, and, and yeah. a lot of those places we've had, you know, uh, attendees from all over. Wonderful. And just kind of like, wow, we didn't think we would get this. Right. So that's the next thing going forward. We knew that we had done something special, but we wanted to go a little broader. Right. So you offered some educational workshops on cannabis, kind of like a Cannabis 101. Is that really, what you did? Yeah, yeah really. Okay. Yeah, we had three tiers, um, you know, different knowledge levels, yeah. so to speak. So some people will have no knowledge. Sure. Uh, some people want will want to have growing knowledge. Some people want to know about well, what's what is extracts? What is like what is shatter? Sure. You know. So what we came to realize is a one and a half hour to two hour workshop can be a little long. Sure. So what we're doing is specializing and focusing our workshops on unique fragments of the cannabis world, okay. so to speak. So they could come and learn about specifically extracts, yes. or they can come and learn about specifically the medical benefits. Absolutely. So you're just having little different pockets and you're going to be able to offer that? And we're offering them every week, multiple times a week. Uh, we're going to be having, you know, uh, it's going to be special. Right. Yeah. So you've moved from using a room at Trent University mm -hmm. and having it just sort of like a pop-up thing. Yeah. So now you're going to have an actual facility. Yes. Tell us about that, Craig. So we've, uh, we acquired a, a, a basically a, an industrial space that we are converting into a classroom. Now, our classroom is a little different. We come from a musician background. So when we say a classroom, we want it to be the most fun the most awe-inspired classroom you've ever been in. Right. Because when you're performing on stage and you're connecting with people, you're really connecting. And so we wanted to further that in our campus classes. So we'll be bringing some really special, unique things. And I don't want to give it all away. No, keep the secret. I, you know, yeah. I have shared with a couple people <laughs> in the industry, and I know that it's. It, I know that that's definitely exciting. Yeah. But uh, I, you know. Um, my partner in this has put so much blood, sweat, and tears and equity into this, and, and we're just excited to kind of open it up and go, this is for you guys. Yeah, wonderful. Because you work with a, an LP, right? I don't currently. Or a grower, maybe? Uh, yes, a licensed grower. A licensed grower, yeah. okay. And, uh, so, and his knowledge has been paramount since we grew up together. Right. We, we played in bands He's also together. a musician. He's also right. a musician, okay. um, amongst a million other uh, wonderful things. Yes. But uh, at the end of the day, our tears match. You know, I'm the extrovert. I'm the guy that talks. I want to have, you know, all these special little things going on. And he has the root science and knowledge. He's the science guy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, though. We need one. It's a great partnership. It though. is. It's great. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. So this is on Erskine Avenue. It is. And yeah. when's your grand opening? Grand opening is September 14th. Okay. Um, tons of special treats and surprises. We have a couple guests. Some of them are going to be there. A couple of them are going to be dialing in. Oh. The uh, uh, hopefully video is, wow. is what we're working on. That's exciting. Um, I heard there's going to be some guests from Pace coming to uh, hang out. I, Pace I Radio heard that Network. too. I think that Al Graham is going to be I on know, site doing and, a live broadcast. And Al and I go way back, which yeah. is wonderful. And so it's 
it's exciting. I, I love this opportunity. Um, it's we had to do it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we no, felt compelled. That makes a ton of sense, and it's really good that you're able to do this with the community. Let's talk a little bit about the Peterborough community because there are some issues with it. There's a lot of stuff that's happening surrounding the opiate crisis, um, surrounding uh, just drugs in general here in Peterborough. Does the court, the knowledge share, speak to that? Are you able to assist people with that? How Are you working at all with them? I do a bit of outreach work. I so, so what happens is uh, people within the industry, if they still have some social hang-ups, I'll take a referral, I'll go to people's houses and explain, go through the realmofcare.org clinical test catalog and explain to them, here's what the studies show, here's the nice balance of THC and CBD sure. and where you need to go why flavonoids and terpenes are important in the treatment of anxiety and those right. whatever those specific ailments are it, you know there's 47 different chronic ailments that yeah. can be aided by cannabis right. so when it comes to the opiate crisis and it comes to those things it's about changing your whole way of life right, right? so i was you know, i'm epileptic i treat myself with cannabis for epilepsy. Right. But that came after 21 medications. Oh, wow. You were able to come off them all with cannabis yeah. then. I love yeah. hearing stories like that. So in that sense, my modus operandi is, why don't we put cannabis near the start? Because yep. you're not gonna have any conflicts here. And you start low and slow like you need to, feel it out, and then have your family involved, have your doctor involved. If you need a referral to a medical clinic, I'll get you there. Wonderful. Whatever the case may be, because too many people are losing their lives. Yes. And in, in Peterborough specifically, there's fourth highest a serious in Canada here. Need here, like it's fourth very, highest. The statistics are very startling they here, are. and I and I'm so happy that you have this outlet for people that really need it because they may be coming to you for better options to get them off the street. I'm finding more and more that that's one avenue that's coming very front and center for me um the senior population mm. um they're done they're done yeah they're done playing oh what pharmacy thing am i gonna have this month right. or this year or in two years when that drug is considered these many side effects what do i do now right they're saying you know what cannabis has worked already cannabis is fine cannabis is safe and i don't have to hide so they're very adamant about trying it and successfully so. Right, very you know. good. Yes, I love that. So you were speaking a little bit about your use of it. So mm -hmm. you, tell us about that, your background, you have epilepsy. Yes. Was it childhood epilepsy? Yes, okay. I started presenting up to about, about seven, eight years old. Um, what happened after that was when I was 10, I had my first seizure blackout, not waking up. 11, same thing. So uh, after my seizures at 11, I was on uh, a drug called Dilantin. Uh, and from the time I was 11 to 14, I barely remember. Because it had a way of just restructuring my brain to the point where moments and timelines they were gone. Mm. So I still have fragments and partial memory of those times, but I don't recall them as much as when I went off. Right. 
So at 1415, I started dabbling in a little bit of canvas. Actually, hash, because hashish was the thing around yeah. at that time. Yes. And it slowed me up in ways I needed and clarified my brain the way I needed it. That's a great way to put it. But I did not know that's what it was. Ah, of course. You were 15, 16 was, years yeah. old. We're talking 30 years ago. Hey, look at how cool I am. Right? It was one of those. Okay. So, you know, I moved a little further along the line at 23 or so. I'd stopped using cannabis for a little while, and I blacked out driving. Oh. So, cannabis came back in. We'll go another decade. And then I stopped using cannabis again. I had a grand mal seizure, put me in a coma. I was not good. 23, this is at 23. No, that, this was, uh, this was nine years ago. Okay. So I was 37. Okay. 38, 38. And um, yeah, spooky. Mm -hmm, that sounds like, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So having that happen really changes your, your viewpoint on things. After talking to some nurse practitioners, some doctors, they were adamant of the fact of, look, it, here's how epilepsy works. So first you have a grand mal seizure, five or 20, and then you're in a coma, and you only have a third option, that's death. Oh. I said, oh, I don't want that. So I immediately looked into cannabis. Yeah. Because it, on that line, along that journey, there was the only one thing that kept me level-headed, grounded, and able to function in day-to-day -day life. That hash that you had had earlier it, it in life. It started there, and then with cannabis, right. and then when I was working with chills and all those things. Right. I was around the cannabis community, and I was okay. Right. So that's when I, you know, met up with an advocate. I got my medicinal exemption, and- Nine years ago. Nine years ago. Okay, so back then, nine years ago, was epilepsy one of the things that they were treating with cannabis? It, because I know they are now. It was. But how was it back then? Was it something the doctors went, nah? It was, still, they... it was still the Wild West. Okay. You still needed to know people who knew people. Okay. Um, which is, you know, thank, I'm thankful for those folks. Yes. I'm a lucky guy for right. those folks. Right. Which is why I'm here talking with you. Yeah. Really. It was, you know, always that proponent that has driven my advocacy yes. work. So, but by the time I was done with that and I started building my life back together, I'd went from being homeless to getting a home, having my kids, to getting back into the workforce, to being able to use my hands and legs and talk and work and write and do all the things that we take for granted. Yes. I couldn't do for months. Right. So, uh, yeah, to say that I'm a vocal advocate for medicinal cannabis is kind of like dumbing it down Yeah, that bit. makes perfect sense. No, I, I, I love that because it saved your life. It did. Yep. It did. It, it's it's an easy math. One plus one equals I'm good. Yep. One minus one equals I'm not good. Right. It was really that simple. Right. Basic. And so that's why, because cannabis literally saved your life and, and affected the quality of your life and oh. improved it, yeah. you're sharing that now. So you're paying it forward. I have to. I mean, it was, it was done for me. Right. And, you know, because of those folks that tirelessly work to, to do this for me, I have to, you know, see it forward. I mean, I still see folks now that, and still talk to them to this day, that were there then, even there 20 years ago with chills, and they were working on the advocacy work. I mean, Al's been 
Oh my goodness. Like yeah. what a loving, kind yeah. cannabis supporter. Yeah. And it just, I just kept seeing him. I used to work at... Uh, We're talking about Al Graham Al from Graham Pace. Al Graham from yes. Pace, yeah. yeah. And we talk and, and I just got to the understanding like, yeah, forget stigma if you're going to be able to live. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be able to live. That doesn't even have anything oh, to do with yeah. it. No yeah. way. Be yeah. open and, and communicative with, with your family, with your kids, yeah. have them understand and, and know why and the what and, and those things and be open. Right. The more open we are and the more educational we can portray this plant, the better we all are. That's a great way to say it. So what's your go-to to consume? What's the way that you consume? I utilize one-to-one infused MCT oil vegan capsules okay. uh, morning and night. Okay. It's miraculous. Right. When I started utilizing cannabis for epilepsy, they were THC um, tinctured dipped candies. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Oh, they were wonderful. Wow. Oh, wonderful. Okay. That young lady, if she's listening to this, please message me because I, <laughs> you, I have, you missed them. I've missed. Yeah, I, 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 I've lost touch with a few things over this time allotment, but they they showed me, you know, it sublingually suck on it a little bit under the tongue, and all of a sudden. Thinking, moving, doing. Oh. Uh, it was a miracle. I it just was, got shivers thinking about it's a that. I always do. Wow. I get goosebumps every just time. Just immediately talk about almost. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's find her for you. We'll, uh, and we'll that's, try. And that's what's kind of furthered everything along. Yeah. Is I just keep thinking positive results, positive results. So if I can do that, I want to talk to everyone about that. Right. No matter who they are. And, you know, I've had a couple folks who have come to me and I just keep. You know, showing them the clinical studies that I can find and going, so so you're going to need THC to get the benefit out of this. Oh, no, I'm not going to put right. THC in me. And you're not going to get the benefits that you need for your particular ailment. Right. And then, unfortunately, they, they will try to do the other thing. Yeah. Call two, three, four weeks later and go, okay, so how do I do this? Right. Let's talk a little bit about that. So you're talking about the full spectrum effect. You're yes. talking about... When people just want the CBD because they know it does not have the psychoactive effects of the THC. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. So I just, I didn't know you if I said it. CBD to THC. <laughs> so because it doesn't have the psychoactive effects, most people that are still caught up with the stigma feel, oh, that must be best for me. Right. But what we know as with a little bit of education is that you just need that THC, even if it's like a five to one, just to add in there to be able to get the full effect of it. Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, yeah. I mean... The reality is, is that, you know, chronic pain, uh, depression, anxiety, and stuff like that, uh, there are different delivery systems. By delivery systems, how the chemicals are absorbed. That's another end, and, and it's an important one, you know. Um, I started with sublingual and realized, oh, there is a lot to this. Straight to the liver, effects go right to the bloodstream, and it's working. And that's what deterred me from smoking, because I didn't need it right so in talking with folks about the entourage effect and how THC and CBD synthesize together and work in a myriad of ways especially as you mentioned with the full spectrum um, you know even even still people are standoffish but let me let me call that so CBD works in a way that allows the clarity and opens up your CP2 receptors which absorbs the THC in a natural foundation of 
It's almost like a sandwich. Okay, so there's the bun, yep. the CBD, yep. and then you're putting the proper THC, flavonoids, terpenes inside that sandwich. And you know you best. So that's what you have to pay attention to when it comes to THC. You don't have to put a lot in. You start low and you start slow. And you will find that make-break point for you as a holistic plant. It is an individual response. That's a great analogy. I love that because some people don't like pickles on their sandwich. Some people are allergic to something, so they wouldn't be putting it on their sandwich. For sure. So when you're saying the different components of the THC, you figure out what you like. Maybe a sativa isn't good for you. Maybe an indica is better. Maybe the sativa will set off your ADHD. Is it? I have a lot of clients that say, I cannot do sativa at all. It's very adamant, yeah. Right. I, I do talk to a few folks, very same, very same. Yeah. And, and, and that's great. We're having these conversations yep. now. We're figuring that. it out. That wasn't happening, no. and that's why we got to keep it up right. because that's the education component of right. this plant. Because that's because sure. really, it's just in the last little while, all of the research is being done, and there's so much more that needs to be done. But back then, when you're saying nine years ago, when you first took this on, we didn't know about all of these. We didn't know about all the different components, and you were just going, "Okay, well, I'll take that candy, and it's making me feel good." But now the people with epilepsy that are dealing with it will say, just like your sandwich, I like this, but I need this in the middle. Yeah. Or other people that are dealing with different ailments will say that too, just like we were just saying ADHD. Sativa might not be for you. I would say no. Yeah, but well, maybe some of this. proponent. Every okay. person's different. Yeah, Everybody has sure. different a different endocannabinoid system, right? You got it, and we all have them. Yeah. You know, every mammal on planet Earth has it. Yeah. So that's why when it comes to pets, when it comes to all these other avenues that's where more research absolutely yeah. is exciting that is without question you know like i know of a couple old dogs that have learned some new tricks now that they're using cbd yeah. that's I impressive that. yeah because you're not going to get the oh well you're just trying to get stoned. <laughs> why don't you talk to a 14 year old great dane and tell me if he's just feeling <laughs> good so <laughs> Maybe he'll walk over and get that. It's not happening, right? No, dogs are not getting stoned. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're just feeling so good. They actually want to get up yeah. without help and go and eat. It's lovely. It's wonderful to see. I love seeing those. What's really cool is that you understand this so well, and you're able to speak to it so well, and you'll be doing maybe more of the research yourself with your partner, your science guy, yeah. at your establishment well, there. Well, the beautiful thing is, is we're really focusing on the individual. Yeah. We're really focusing on our area, because I think that, you know, tourism, right? Yeah. So, sure. so it's been the, the black cloud of the cannabis market for well, forever, actually. Yeah, yeah. And they, no one really knows exactly how to do that. And what we felt was, through education, we can do it all. We really can. We can do it all. Yeah. And then when people, oh, we'd love to come to your facility. Sure. We, you know, whatever. It's really fun here, and you're going to learn something at the same time. And that's just it. And, <laughs> and we don't know where it's going to take yeah. us, but I mean, it's, we've been, like, you know, we met up north there, yeah. Yeah. you know, for that workshops a couple weekends ago. And all I just kept saying is, whenever you guys want to work with us, we want to work with you. Right. Because we got to spread this everywhere. Right. Up north, you know, up north, 
down south, wherever, small communities, you know? Yeah. It, that's what really takes the lid off of everything and makes it a little more like a community. I think so. And it's always been a community. Right. We just got to remind them. It's not just a stigma. Yeah. It's really beneficial. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And I think I, I was saying to you all, because we're opening in Clarington, which I is know. close by yeah. you, and I was saying, well, you'll just be our, our brother store up there or something and what did you say something partners in kind or you you called and i loved it what did you mm. say um educators in kind or uh, like um you know uh, mutual mutual in kind yeah. yeah i like how you use that in kind because that's what we need like we've got circle of growth up in muskoka yeah and we all, we both work with them yeah it's awesome. and there's just people there's pockets in hamilton that i work with and we're just all these little communities just reaching out together and sort of putting the lights on in our different areas. It's always been that way. Yeah. It'll continue to be it's that wonderful. way. And the more we do that, the more we bring like-minded individuals together, yeah. then we just keep growing and showing people, hey, guess what? Look at us. We're regular human beings. Right. Yeah. Woo -woo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been around this this city now for my whole life and uh, I received the key to the city of Peterborough oh, that's nice. I was a touring musician and bringing people from international to come and play here Wonderful. and now we do that all the time yeah. we have the festival of lights we do all these things um, as a community we can do positive things and, and I think that you know same with the you know the bathtub drug problem that we have and all those things we can start bringing it back. We can bring it back to a community yeah. outreach type of situation. Yeah. That's what we did in the 90s. Amazing. And I, I, I'm just thankful that a lot of the people that were doing that then yep. are still doing it now. Cool. And it allows us to bring that stigma to nothing and, and explore education. Instead. That's so exciting. I, I look forward to seeing some positive changes in Peterborough then, and I hope that it works that way. I, I think it's starting. Yeah. I mean, I when I showed up here oh. to meet with you today, um, I had three full-blown conversations out front about workshops. When are they happening? Wonderful. We're so pumped. Make sure you, you include, one of them was uh, Mike's Tattoo on, on George Street. They were like, let us know when it's open. We'd love to support you guys if there's anything we can do to advertise. Cool. And I'm like, well, we'll advertise you. If you advertise us, that's how we work. Yeah, wonderful. That's really cool. That's community. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I believe that their owner actually does a lot of charity work, if I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really nice to hear that he's going to be working with you. Yeah, there's lots of them here. So what's next for you? Well, the 14th is a big day for us. Uh, I, had to, I had to stop a few other things and uh, focus on our... Grand opening. Yeah, our grand opening, what we're doing for the grand opening, yeah. getting our special guests for cool. the grand opening. How special are we going to do it? What are we going to do? You know, and, and it's been organically a, a wonderful experience so, so far. Cool. So th that's what we're focused on. Um, we're, we're making our smaller class options. I'm setting up the first monthly special event. Yay! Um, so it's, it's great. Good. Movies, um, paint nights, um, you know, sky's the limit, Amazing. really. So. We're just going to make it a special space for cool. people that know that they can come, they can learn about cannabis, they walk outside and they have a puff. Hey, guess what? You're in the right spot for that. <laughs> yeah. Where can we find you, Craig? Well, uh, you can find us on social media at Kawartha Knowledge Share Co-op. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Kawartha Knowledge Share Co-op as well. Um, and you directly? Uh, yeah, I can be met there Quick. or uh, via email at KSC at gmail.com.
It's been so lovely chatting with you today, Craig. Thanks for coming on Kelly's Green Lounge Radio. Thanks for hollering. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks. So we're with Amy today, and she's from the company Circle of Growth. Is that out of the Muskoka area, or is it a whole region? Uh, It's out of Muskoka. Uh, Our partner Dave is from uh, Vancouver, but we wanted it to kind of be more settled in Muskoka. Excellent. And now I just actually found out Dave's moving to Ontario, so he loved it here so much. That Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tell me how that is, because I actually don't know much about Dave. So there's you and your husband, Kevin, yep. in Circle of Growth. Yep. And um, tell me about Dave. Who's Dave? So Dave, uh, Dave Gadanski, he is our partner uh, that we met through. Uh, Kevin was actually trading stocks. Um, and Dave is the CEO of a company. He was actually the president of the company. Um, and... Kevin just likes to, you know, talk to the CEOs and the presidents and kind of get their information as to, you know, kind of what what was going on with stocks and, you know, kind of get a background from them. And we ended up talking to Dave for over two hours the first day that we talked to him and then eventually kind of more and more. And then Kevin kind of presented a couple options to him over, you know, his idea for Circle of Growth. And it kind of grew from there. Dave loved the idea and had people in his office that could do some things that we couldn't do here. And so... We kind of just joined forces. Yeah. And how long has Circle of Growth existed for? Um, since uh, uh, April 19th last year it was, was our launch date. Yeah. So just over a year. Yes. Okay. And what is Circle of Growth? Circle of Growth is a community hub that um, is a web forum. Um, so people can get all sorts of information that they want anything to do with cannabis, uh, we want to do, you know, post some pictures of your plants, let us see them, uh, boast and post about that, some funny stuff, some recipes. Um, we'll have people like Tim Harvey come on there and talk about the genetics of things um, and have people be able to ask them questions and uh, get answers from them, have some doctors on there, uh, just a little bit of everything. Um, what else can we do? Uh, you know, Kev wants to do a joke of the day. Uh, you know, just kind of lighten it up. Yep. A little bit of everything. Happy just cannabis little, stuff. Absolutely. Just yes. for the cannabis community. Yeah. And it's um, an online forum, so it's not necessarily in the Muskoka region, but you're based here. Yes. And so anybody can join Circle of Growth. Uh, yes, the more the merrier. Yeah. Absolutely. And so this, um, not too long ago, just over a week ago, you had a very successful cannabis expo um, that was bought, brought to... That was put on by Circle of Growth. Yeah. Can you tell us about that a little bit? It was your first one. It was our first one. Um, it was uh, a little crazy getting ready for it. It's uh, a lot bigger and kind of comes up faster than you expect it to. Um, but yeah, we we kind of went ventured to a couple different expos and just, you know, kind of picked what we liked and what we didn't like and, and just thought that we would bring, you know, we found them all very corporate. Um, and not kind of for the little guys. So we just, we thought there needed to be something, especially here in Muskoka, where we don't have a lot of reach for that sort of stuff. Um, we're finding we're getting a lot more questions, especially from, um, you know, kind of the 45 plus age group, um, which we have a lot of seniors homes here. And, um, you know, there's just not a lot of help for them. So uh, we just kind of thought we would bring this, this information to everybody and have it accessible. Now that we're allowed to do that, um, you know, let's, let's have the opportunity and be the first ones here. Right. And congratulations, because it was exactly that, an educational expo and something for everybody, especially the little guy or the little guy that needs to be educated when it comes right down to it. And do you think you'll do another one? Uh, We hope that we will. Yes. Um, We've actually been in talks with our local fairgrounds to have the fairgrounds for next year. So 
Uh, we could make it more of a festival and have, you know, two days and have camping available and, um, you know, just kind of have fun with it. Definitely. That sounds very good. But you'll still keep the educational very stuff so, happening yes. there? Yes. Excellent. And so what can we see for the future for Circle of Growth other than the online presence? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Huh. Uh, we're kind of still just kind of settling down from everything that's happened this year. Um, we're very anxious to get things kind of moving ahead for next year. Um, but we kind of, you know, we want to hand, as we did this year, we want to handpick who comes. Um, you know, we want the, the vendors and the speakers to influence what we, what we want to share with everybody. Um, so that kind of takes a little bit of time. Um, in the meantime, you know, maybe check out a couple other shows that are around and, and you know, do the same thing. Find some, some people that, we, you know, we like and that we, we want to, you know, spread their word and, and kind of go from there. Can you tell us a little bit about the speakers and the vendors that we did see at this past show? Uh, yes. So uh, we had an amazing group of speakers and vendors this year. Um, our speakers uh, were handpicked due to different topics that they were discussing. Um, we kind of wanted to kind of showcase a little bit of everything. So we had uh, Ellen and Tanika from Canna Collectives uh, dis discussing the in industrial hemp and farming and uh, that aspect of that whole category. I mean, it's huge. Um, we had Tim Harvey come and he spoke about the gen genetics um, of, of cannabis. Um, yourself, uh, you know, speaking uh, on stigma and how do we talk to our kids about this. Um, Craig McEachern on, uh, you know, his epilepsy and his journey through cannabis. Um, Mark Winters with his mindfulness and his meditation. Um, uh, who else did we have? Um, it was quite a variety. You had a pan a panel from Kandora, I think yeah, they was. Yeah, Kandora panel. Yeah. Uh, women in cannabis. Right. So uh, a super powerful group there too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that everybody got their message out. Uh, I've got a lot of people that have, you know, t stopped me even, you know, on my daily cruises through town. And, oh my gosh, you know, I went to your expo and I, you know, I went in specifically to learn about this and I got so many answers. And, Amazing. you know, and, you know, so that, that makes you feel good because yeah. that's what we wanted to happen. You know? Yeah. We the educational and they'll walk away knowing more yes, than when they absolutely. came in the door. I think you were sharing with me um, a story about a father and son that came in. Yes. Yeah, so uh, my mother-in-law uh, goes to the pool and she does water aquatics. Um, she's got a bad back. And there was uh, a husband and, or a father and a son there that um, are both, um, you know, pretty heavy set. And so they're, they've got some bad joints and that kind of stuff. And um, they're very curious on a lot of aspects of the CBD, um, you know, for, for pain management. Um, and kind of, they're both on fixed incomes. So, you know, they didn't have a lot of money to be able to spend on the show. So, um, Kev's mom approached me and I, I just said, you know what, let's just give them a couple tickets so that they can come. Um, so Circle of Growth, you know, sponsored them with a couple tickets and they left. She said uh, she's talked to them twice this week already and they're just beside themselves. The information that they came out with, um, you know, they, they feel more confident in, you know, the medication that they are taking. They both went to their doctors and, um, you know, discussed the option of doing CBD and the doctors Amazing. were very well, um, you know, okay with it. Wow, wonderful. Uh, which was great to hear. You don't often hear that, no. so that's really good to yes. hear. Good. Um, you know, we have a big opiate problem here, and I think a lot of doctors are realizing that there's, there's different ways to approach that and, you know, to try to, it's just easily given out. Um, as a as an easy resource for them, right? So um, for more people choosing to go this route, I think uh, you know 
it's helpful for everybody. Right. It's nice when a doctor can get on board with Definitely. that, too. Absolutely. You were saying that the uh, father and son, they came and they looked like they were like deers caught in oh, headlights. they were. They were just overwhelmed, you know, like, yeah. just, where do we start, yeah. you know? And they, they watched... Um, they watched Dion with his uh, cooking segment, and were super fascinated by that. Cool. Um, you know his cloning. Uh, you know there is just so many aspects. I think that they talked to um, Apollo Apollo Clinics oh, good. Uh, for quite a while, um, and both left with just a wealth Wonderful. of knowledge, and are totally looking forward to next week. So, That's really good to yeah. hear. That's really good to hear. Definitely. That's wonderful. You know, I think if, even if you just reach those two people, then it was a job well done. That's just it, right? <laughs> and I think that that's really what you're, that makes you different, sets you apart from other expos that are happening. So a bit about you. You've been working in cannabis for a little while now or a long time or tell uh, us about that. We've, my husband and I have been growing for many, many years. Um, we, my husband has ADHD. Uh, very hyperactive. <laughs> so uh, without his cannabis, he's just all over the place. He can't focus on anything. He owns a masonry company, so he needs to, you know, be able to focus on his job. Uh, he's also got sleep apnea, so he doesn't sleep very well. Okay. Um, I have bad hips. Uh, when I had flash, my hips, uh, my cartilage separated on my hips. Um, so I've I've been medicating with cannabis for a couple of years now for that, but. Uh, was more than a recreational user, definitely, in my, yeah. in my younger years. Um, I, I find kind of now that the age group has kind of changed and cannabis isn't as big with the younger kids as it was when we were younger. That's true. Um, yeah. You know, they're more into alcohol and whatever else stuff that they do. But, you know, you're kind of, you're the old hippie now when yep. you bring a joint to a party. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's very true, isn't it? I know. I know. So you were a recreational user and then now you understand the therapeutic benefits. Definitely. And I've watched, pain. Um, watched um, more people in my lifetime, especially with owning a masonry company. Um, you know, your, your bones break down pretty easily. Sure. Um, and, and the opioids, I mean, we've lost, uh, you know, two of our young employees due to overdoses oh, and uh, a horrible thing to go through. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just watch so many families struggle with it and knowing that there's a better way to help people. Um, you know, we just wanted to be the ones to bring that message out and, and you know, kind of not be afraid of what the backlash is going to be for that. So I think that was kind of the biggest step is just trying to kind of get up and off call to be able to, you know, be the ones to do it. Sure. So, um, yeah, we kind of just decided that it needed to be done and that we needed to be the ones to do it. So. Do you think maybe uh, you'll do community outreach uh, for the opiates? Like, sort uh, of this? I think so. I think, uh, like, for one, I have a, a blind brother. Uh, he, was, he wasn't quite born blind, uh, but he lost his entire sight by the time he was three, and he's handicapped as well. Um, and his house, uh, they have what's called a PR. So when um, somebody gets kind of a little bit, you know, too angered and kind of out of control. Um, you know, these guys can be very strong and they're very hard to um, reprimand when sure. when they are having kind of a freak out. So, um, and after my mom passed away, uh, Johnny kind of was having a hard time with it and he was freaking out a lot. Um, and now they've started actually, when we were building our tower, um, his worker had come um, for me to sign some papers for him and brought him here. And saw our poster, and she was like, you know what, Amy? She's like, we've started doing this with a lot of our residents now. Wow. As opposed to giving them the hardcore drugs, um, having them on a CBD regimen. And she's like, we're noticing a huge improvement. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That just gave so, me shivers. I know. Wonderful. It's an amazing, amazing thing to hear. Because, so is your brother on it then? Is uh, he on he CBD? He actually hasn't had an episode in over a year. So Wonderful. he hasn't had to take anything. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the fact that that's what... The option was yeah you know no um 
because he can't express himself on what that dosage is doing right. to him either. Um, so, yeah, that, that made me feel very good to hear that they've, you know, they've kind of reached out in that other direction. So do you think that maybe you'll be able to help them get the resources? Absolutely. How cool is Absolutely. that? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, what a cool. difference you're making. Yeah. So good. So you were saying that uh, Kevin is a stonemason. You mm -hmm. have a uh, masonry company. Yes. Do they say that right? Yep. And um, what I wanted to talk about was your trays. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Tell me a little bit about your trays. Uh, our trays started, uh, I, you know what? I don't even know kind of how they came to be. We, um, we make sinks and kind of, you know, we'll take a boulder off of one of our client's properties and make them a custom sink out wow. of it or a fruit bowl or kind of whatever uh, We've got some customers. We have one that lives on Oak Island, and Kevin's carved an oak, uh, like an acorn out of a rock. On, wow. And put it on her chimney. That's amazing. Um, he likes the opportunity to kind of do different things. Um, and I think we went to a show, and he we just kept seeing all those metal trays. Yep. And he's like, oh, I can make one of those. Um, and then it just he kind of put his mind to it, and next thing you know, I have about seventeen bowls. They're beautiful. <laughs> no, they are. Trays, they're, yeah. they're beautiful. Because he did that... Um, the pot leaf. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. You're going to keep that and use that for Absolutely. each of your expos? Oh, they're beautiful. Absolutely. That's very good. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to move on to that off the podcast and discuss it, maybe having some of your trays available at Kelly's Greenland. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. So uh, your favorite method of consumption? Uh, joint. Absolutely. Yeah. The old school doobie? Absolutely. Yeah. Can you roll? Are mm -hmm. you a roller? Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Filter or no filter? Uh, no filter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> old school right there. Um, and favorite strains? Um, my favorite, I'm more of a... Um, Blue Dream, I really, really like Blue Dream. Um, I'm more of a sativa, I think, than an okay. indica. Um, I like to have my energy. I find uh, indica kind of mellows me out a little too much in my older age. <laughs> I get that. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say Blue Dream by far. Uh, Silver Haze is another one of my favorites. Um, and Bruce Banner. Everybody yeah. likes Bruce Banner yeah. in this household. <laughs> Very good. I love that. And where can we find you online or... Um, you can find That's us cool. at circleofgrowth.ca um, and socials, the different social media. Yeah, yeah. and that should go, uh, I think COG419 is our Instagram and I think, I believe that's the Facebook one as well. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. Okay, well, thanks for hanging out with us today. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Thank you. Hey, and we're here with Kelly's Green Lounge Radio, live from, where are we? Live from Ward's Island. It is on the Rome Sesh Day with friends. What's your name? Farmer Dij, baby. What's your name? Julia. What's your name? Hi, ladies with hats. We're having fun today. Okay, I'm going to stop talking like that. <laughs> I'm like a, one of those, on, I'm car, like a carny. Oh, wait, do we say Carney? Is Carney bad to say? One of one of the one of the people that say one of the people that work at a carnival. Oh, I say so many things. A carnival performer. I am not a carnival performer. I'm gonna have to edit this because I sound not. We're being politically correct here. Oh no, my level is too high. Okay, I didn't even know. So we've decided to join together today in the name of marijuana to come together for four humans that 
meet in the thralls of the cannabis community and they join forces on a sunny, albeit slightly cloudy day. And we've come together to share our doobies. Come together. <laughs> uh, tell us what made you decide to smoke doobies with us today. Dion? The love for doobies. And of course, coming out here and having a good time with you, Kelly. Any comments here today, Julia? I really wanted to come on an adventure with you today, Kelly. We're on an adventure with Elevated Culture Toronto. And Kyle, I... aka Smoking Doobies with the Hats on. Sorry, <laughs> tell me again. We're wearing our hats when we're High on. Ladies with Hats High Society. High Ladies with Hats, yes. Yeah, and I just wanted to come hang out at the island and meet some new people. Yes, and That's we're here, and we're sitting on a beach, and there's sand, and it's been quite lovely. It's a nice day, a little bit of cloud, and mostly sunshine, no rain in the forecast. We took the ferry over, and we've just been enjoying each other uh, on chatting on Ward Island. And um, let's talk about maybe your favorite strain. Today, what did you bring with you today for us to smoke, Dion? I actually brought a number of uh, strains today. I got some, um, what do I have? The main strain I have is uh, some good old ghost train, ghost train haze. I made it some nice little blunt. Uh, I saladed it up uh, with some galactic jack and some cantaloupe haze. And uh, what else do I have today for you? Let me double check. I know it's not a video. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dion. <laughs> Julia, what did you bring today? It was cell cellulose. Um, so I used cellulose papers, but I can't remember what I rolled this morning. Sorry, guys. The paper was delicious. All that I can tell you is that it's plant cells. Cellulose is, is plant cells. Cellulose is what... Um, what makes plants blunt wraps, Kelly. It was a very nice smoke. And today you brought some of the caramels that you make. Tell us about I that. I did actually, that's right. I brought my caramels that I make and it's, I make it with butter. The only purpose of this podcast is to entertain, educate, and to inform. It is no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, we encourage you to discuss your options with a healthcare provider who specializes in medical cannabis or with a cannabis lawyer. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, and Kelly's Green Lounge has not and cannot be held responsible for guests' views. This podcast is available for private, non-commercial use only, advertising which is incorporated into, placed in association with, or targeted towards the content of this podcast is forbidden. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast in any way.